rewind the tape. Okay, that was really bad. Welcome to week two of Wait, Rewind the Tapes. Spooky season. Nah, she scares me. I'm not making that sound again. Uh, and let's not talk too much about spooky things because as you know with last week we spooked ourselves out and got way too scared yeah um, yeah and I did have to I don't know what I did to unscare myself but it was probably just like glue my eyes to the tv watching something silly like modern family so that I didn't you know modern family is so good for you can just watch I've never watched the whole thing just jump into any episode turn it's good for a yourself watch. off yeah turn your brain off you're not going to get too it's fine exactly but this week we're not having anything too spooky um we're gonna be (laughs) (laughs) okay um apologies in advance you guys might be able to hear mango barking but you know what's new uh we're going to talk about death becomes her more on that later can we quickly discuss the title yeah even though you just said more on that, literally, you're like, more on that later. I'm like, well, hang on a second. I thought it was like, death becomes her, as in death becomes her. But she looks good in death, or like it's becoming of her. Yeah. Like she looks good in death. I did not get that until I watched it. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But it's just that, I know, I don't, because this is the second time I've watched it. I watched it first many years ago. um, And... (laughs) Like it is a satire, right? <laughs> I'm not wrong. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, I so, have, yeah, yeah, have like, a lot to say about death this. becomes <laughs> her, but as in she looks good, dad. Oh, death is so becoming of her. I didn't get it was like that. I thought it was like trying to be poetic, but saying she becomes death. Why well, also didn't both. think that it was going to be like you know a satire with mango? No. I didn't think it was going to be a satire on like the eternal um, pursuit of youth and yeah, beauty. It's very when I first like, in the pussy caps, isn't it? Like I'll be like, yeah. it's so frivolous, and then I'll reference it. I'd reference Josie in the pussy caps to myself today. I was like, God, that film. Were you going to say pussy caps? <laughs> Don't ever do that because only Tweety Bird could say that. <laughs> Tweebird really gave nothing. Tweebird was just cute and iconic because we all liked the way Tweebird looked. So after the cat got was getting bullied, shitted on, he was shat on constantly. I Mm. feel for him, actually. Same. Yeah. Anyway. Is that all you have to say on the title for now? Yeah, before sorry, we yeah. well, okay, well we'll do a really quick like, hey, how are you? How was your week? Before we then get into what um what we've got to say. Okay, so, hey, how are you? How's your week? Oh me. <laughs> um, um it, it was yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it was okay. All Look, the emotions that ran through your face, and then you were like, Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna pull a Ruth where I am gonna say that yeah, there's you know some things that not like good or bad things, kind of I guess neutral things, but roller coaster things for me that I actually don't really need to or want to talk about even off air right now. Yeah. Suffice it to say that. I'm fine and it was fine 
if you think about what I was doing on Saturday evening. Okay. That what, so if you get the reference. <laughs> that yes. was a joke, but you know what? No, I'm but I, I was, yeah. How was that? Uh, oh, it was amazing. Um, very, um, you know, emotive. The music is amazing. It was How a, many people the, are in the orchestra when you go to these things? Is it the It's full? a full orchestra and they have a full oh choir as well. A choir? For this, for uh, Half Blood Prince, there was a choir because in the, like, the uh, movie literature, and literature uh, compositions, there are, there's vocals. So just to explain to listeners, you can actually, well... I don't think it's always festive times, I'm guessing, that they do this. Or is it just uh, now? Yeah. For Harry Potter, it's now. Every year, all throughout the season, Royal Albert Hall do um, films in concert. But during at this time, they uh, always do a Harry Potter movie. So at the moment, we're cycling through them. So we've had Harry Potter and the Half of Prince. Next year will be Deathly Hallows Part 1. And they play the movie and they have a, a live orchestra doing the Amazing. uh the music along so it's it is incredibly powerful i bet they do psycho for halloween and not I this year never sat through that film so i would like to see it <laughs> <with a full laughs> i used to be so this is so silly when i was young i used to be so jealous when i watched like an old film you know some old films would have scenes there's one film in particular i can't remember what it's called where they they're in the cinema and there's like a full orchestra mm. Because that's just how they watched films. Oh, back, back, way back yeah. then, yeah. And I used to be like, oh, wow. I used to be so jealous. Like, <laughs> I can't believe that's real. <laughs> well, yeah, now it is. I once, uh, I did see a few years ago, Jurassic Park, which was incredible. And if anybody knows me, and maybe you guys know me well enough by now to know that the uh, John Williams Jurassic Park uh, score is one of my all-time faves. So that was amazing. That was good. If I do they recommend did, it. If they did Prince of Egypt, you would. <laughs> Don't. But I, I mean, I guess it's like the stage show. So I yeah, would still be true. there. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> You're like, I've experienced it and I'll experience it again. Um, yeah. But I guess the animated movie is somewhat different. To, it's just like a different feeling and vibe to a stage show. Yeah. You know? Very, like, very different. They just serve uh, different purposes. Different. Yeah. yeah. You have the stage show so also much... has different like songs in it as well. How okay. I'm just gonna be a hater and say sometimes that I'm not saying I want to see No, the same. I agree. But kind of. Don't give me I'm... original stuff. <laughs> not just that. I just feel like sometimes okay, for me, and obviously I don't go to the theatre all that much. And I think that means that I just don't have the patience for a bad song. I just don't. True. But Especially when, when it's something well, that you already know. If you've never like, don't if you don't me. know the the musical, you don't know the songs at all, then it's yeah, everything's new, so it's fine. But if you already know the score from an adaptation so well, there is a lot less room in your heart for new stuff new because stuff. if it's not good, you're like God, especially, especially if they don't yeah. play all of the old like the original exactly, music do 100%. not swap out some of the old stuff for this new crap and if you're gonna try and do new I think there's so many interesting ways like you know people who do like good like um 
sorry to use the example. I can't think of anyone else because I feel like I just keep talking about Ariel. <laughs> um, Chloe and her Hallie. Yeah. Yeah. When they do like live versions of their songs, they might switch it up a bit, but they'll do like, it's still the essence of the song. Like you still get the song and then maybe they'll do something different to make you know that it's live. Oh, yeah, and it's like new. Yeah, a different That's composition, fine. but it's that the same lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Don't just, don't fuck it up and start giving me what Simon, who has been dreaming of, doing this since he was 15 in his room has written like I don't care and I say yeah. Simon because I just probably because of what's his face Simon just feels like a really famous theater name uh, anywho <clears throat> what was I gonna say oh my week was fine yeah. and I went to watch Woman King and I have <gasps> to talk about John Boyega <laughs> I'm so <laughs> oh, sorry I went to watch Woman King and I want to talk about a man that is why I'm not seeing heaven but it's not because I'm not gonna lie guys the only reason I want to talk about this real quick before we get into the film I'm not gonna spoil it because this is why this is not not that we are not feminist but this is why this is not a feminist podcast we do not profess to be a feminist podcast because (laughs) we say we talk about shit like this (laughs) yeah But and we objectify people, it's really bad. Yeah. But before we get into the performances, let's get into John Boyega sitting down in that robe. The way, oh my god. I'm sorry. The way it draped, the way it was cut. (laughs) It wasn't just, I know it wasn't just me. I know it wasn't just me. It was very distracting. Is there a Twitter account? Robe. No, no, that's there the story. Be. Yeah, but there, is, there a, is there a Twitter account for the robe? Because <laughs> there should be. And if there isn't, Ruth. <laughs> a Tinder profile. Maybe you <laughs> should yeah, set that up. <laughs> yeah, co- yeah, costume was phenomenal. He was, oh. Um, anywho, the film is good. It's a historical drama and it's purely yeah. action. So for me... Sitting through a very, it's, and it's not, to be fair, it's not as long as like fucking Marvel, thank God, but it's still like two and a half hours. Mm. And you know me, like, I put, if I'm going to watch a long film, I like to be at home. Like, I, and I know a lot of films are long now. It's just, I'm not, I don't have the stamina. I True. do, yeah. like, fall out a little I bit. I do not have in. the bladder strength. In I had cinema. to go to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> but I did take Because you're it well. obviously going there and you're probably like, if I'm going to cinema now, I'll have a glass of wine. I can't not. How did you? I mean, I, I could not, obviously. <laughs> but you're going to have something. It's not, which yeah, means you're going like, to have like a soft drink to water. Toilet. It's just, yeah. it gets silly. Yeah. But if you time it right, you can go at a good time. I was saying to the person I went with, my friend Toby, I was like, they need, now they're having films this long. I'm not saying they should have like a full interval. An intermission something like just a they do break. that in the royal Albert hall ones okay. but i guess that's I think, also to give the uh orchestra a break yeah that makes sense i just think that and i know no one else would really like that but i just feel like for me it doesn't have to i think they can keep the lights dim it doesn't have to be like a big thing because you know it'll be a long like a toilet break the toilet. yeah no, that's the only problem is that you might not cinemas don't tend to have enough toilets this is the for crazy everybody thing. flocking at an intermission, you know? Yeah, for sure. We went in, um, we went to like the small one instead of going into the like city. Yeah. So it was just us and two other people in the whole cinema. 
Mm-hmm. And it was like, it had just, it wasn't the day it came out, it was the day after. And obviously they've been in Birmingham and, and I'm sure they have in London. They've been running, Odeon had the film. So if mm-hmm. you have Odeon Plus, you've been able to go and see it. Because we were like contemplating, should we just get it? <laughs> and then we were like, let's just wait. It was like a yeah. week we had to wait. It wasn't even yeah. that long. But yeah, I would recommend it. And I'm sorry, I don't know her name, but like, obviously Viola Davis plays the lead. But mm-hmm. there's someone else who I feel like I don't do not know her name. The person I went with knows her. She's, I think she's, I want to say, oh, I hope I'm not wrong. I want to say she's South African. But she basically, she's very, very good in it. But I was just, it's crazy because she plays a 19-year-old. Guess how old she is? And convincingly. 31. Uh, 30, okay. In, I was like, well, honestly, when I found that out, I was like, and this is cynical me, so I thought, oh, she's probably 26. 31. I was like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah, but yeah, but I, I think we could, we could play 19-year-olds and it would be believable. I, do 19. I think I could do 21. I could not do 19, honestly. I think we could. Her name is Thuso M. Umbadu. Oh, she definitely seems like a Southern African name. I don't know if I'd say South Africa, but definitely a Southern African mm. name. But yeah, it's a very, very uh, good film. That I'm not going to talk too much because I want to ruin the film. So we'll talk about it in a few weeks. Okay. But like I said, if you're going, like it is a historical drama that's action-based. And by that, I mean, there's, there's no sex. So you <laughs> have to have stamina. I'm not, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with historical dramas. You, this is you might not notice, but if you think about like the difference between when you're watching Game of Thrones and you're watching now House of Dragon, the sex makes the the picks up the pace. It really breaks it up. When there's no sex and you're watching a drama, you really have to focus. Everyone's going to think I'm insane for saying that out loud. Yeah, sorry, because I I've watched things where even when there is sex, I'm like, but it's just yeah. I'm talking about like freak. Freak, freakness. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. A lot of the the cast are very attractive. Like the villain is attractive. Oh, so that's why you're like, I need a sex scene here. Because you guys are hot. It's it's an action historical drama. It just, it kind of, there's something about those films that just lead to like like a rise in tension where you just feel like. Something needs to cut through this. Yeah. And, um, it, but it it is it's enjoyable it's honestly such a relief to see I know this is fucked up but to see women being at man it is it is I'm sorry there's something about it yeah and it made me realize I don't how many films have I seen where it's like a, I don't think I've uh, maybe it's because I don't watch enough films I've never seen like an epic um action where it's the women doing all of like fight scenes i've never with a predominantly woman-led cast no 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 no, no, no ever gosh i, I think it think is about that pioneering and even though the story is like it's a historical like action drama so you know they just made all of that like it's loosely based in the truth like the <laughs> uh tribe of women are real the warrior women are real but the um, my mom's trying to sneak in, and she's like, 
<laughs> but, the, <laughs> but the idea that they were helping is a lie. They were actually gathering people to be sold into slavery towards okay. the end. I didn't realise I watched the documentary on it. I, you know when there's a documentary on it, you're just like dipping in and out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, isn't this that? And I was like, oh, yeah, I watched it. I, this is a real. <laughs> this is a woman thing. <laughs> but it's still like, who cares? Watch the film. <laughs> Sorry to say who cares. I don't mean it like that. Obviously, I care. I just mean knowing that it isn't like rooted in um, fact doesn't ruin it. Sorry, yeah. can we pause for a second? I understand. Yes. Hey guys, we're back. And I know this is confusing. I just want to explain that we I could no longer be bothered <laughs> with, with timestamps. So we used to cut out when we pause. Now we just leave it in. You know, it's raw. It's real. <laughs> and it's, this is a feminist podcast. We yeah, believe in record, women's rights. Let us say that we are role. feminist it's more that this we're not professing that this is yeah you know we like we're not talking about like the all the feminist issues at hand and coming at things with the most <laughs> like healthy feminist uh viewpoint when we speak because we don't think about anything when we speak we just speak oh, on this shit <laughs> podcast if you want to hear our actual feminist views and tune into our other podcast <laughs> <laughs> women's hour <laughs> please we do not have an hour for women because they are not a feminist podcast um, and uh on on that vein why don't we talk about Jessica the least Hunter, feminist is... film ever <laughs> depending on whether you are coming at it from a like take it as it is a viewpoint or a satirical viewpoint even from a satirical viewpoint it is not um it's it's not there's still a lot of things I do have one big question and after this I probably have nothing to say how the f did they end up making the man who left his fiance for her best friend the The hero and the victim (laughs) yeah do me a favor (laughs) yeah bloody bruce willis he's the hero that is not tempted by eternal life and eternal youth he learned the real lesson and the thing is it's so problematic when they're like he went on to have loads of children and it's like found everlasting life and everlasting youth in his kids. in his death in his kids in all of you bullshit <laughs> it was funny when he was like we don't know much about his life before he turned 50 <laughs> 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 how can you meet someone who only a man could do that that's so donald draper like he just shows up he's 50 yes. he has no history and he's just and like was, this is me well, do you know what it was pre-internet so he could do what he wanted <laughs> he could scrub that oh no people are definitely moving towns and starting a new life yeah. To this day, shout out to everybody <laughs> listening under a false identity. <laughs> um, and if you're in witness protection, then I hope you stay safe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been brainwashed by mafia films. <laughs> What? I'm like no, <laughs> no rats, and it's like oh, I see. no, only yeah. because in mafia films and programs, it always makes it seem like the only people who go to the police have done terrible things, and they're like, mm, I'm out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like you're 
that's you... so funny that that's where when when doing word association if someone says to you witness protection your immediately immediate thought is rat grass <laughs> i'm like this is somebody that needs protecting they are like somebody the victim of the judicial system yeah yeah. That's imagine you're so and I do think that most people who go into witness protection are like in a way like victims. They're not going to be like they're part of it. And I, I mean I don't know because I feel like if you're really deep in that world to a certain extent you can't really escape like legally. Yeah. Like the, the police aren't enough to protect you. You have to do something no. a bit extra. Exactly. But, but I feel yeah. like if you are sorry to anybody listening who's going through that, they're like, what? <laughs> don't we don't know anything about anything, so don't take our word for it. But I feel yeah. like it's more for like, I don't know, a gardener, a partner who was trying to leave. Like, imagine if you're gardening in someone's house, like, and they happen to be like a boss of some underground. Right, and you witness you know. something now in the house where you're gardening. <laughs> yeah. They turn and look at you. You're looking at them, and then you immediately go back to pruning the heads. But it's too late. They already know you've seen. Now this is an idea for a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, zero research, just vibes. Yeah. <laughs> zero research. out of ten on IMDb. About? Yeah. <laughs> the first film to achieve this. Hmm. Is this based oh. on lived experience? No. No. It's based on TV. <laughs> Uh, anyway, back to uh, back to Death Becomes Her. So, when was this film actually made? Eighties, late eighties or early nineties? Yeah, the fashion and the looks were beautiful. I I want to say that it's a ninety three, but it might be ninety seven. What? Yes. Oh my god, I am old because then if that came out in ninety two and it looks like that. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, and I also wonder whether. Uh, so the the film stars uh, Meryl Streep, who we love, Goldie Hawn, who I love, Bruce Obsessed. Willis, I also love, um, love? and um, Isabella Rossellini, who is also there. Um, you know what she's not like one of the main three she's like an added extra it's like what like you know they throw in some like a like a big star i don't know her isabel rosslini she's a big star um what's she been in couldn't tell you i uh, know blue velvet heard of it um, <laughs> I Sorry. Uh, with um i want to say mm. Patrick somebody mcdermott uh, you know trey from Pray from the Sex in the City, and also uh, he was in Twin Peaks. I think he's in Blue Velvet. There was a white person called Trey because I know there wasn't like there was only one black man. Trey in McDougal. Sex in the City. I've never heard of a white person. Charlotte's first husband. His name was. His name was Trey. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny to me. I just always uh, thought yeah. that was more of a black name. <laughs> now we're getting into <laughs> racial stereotypes. Sorry, yeah, Hold the, on to your horses. Where will we the, go next? The Scottish, uh, it was reclaimed by the, the 
Right, so 1992, I wanted, I wanted to try and do some research, but obviously I didn't get around to it, as oh, to how, um, <laughs> how well known in 1992 the, the yeah. cast would have been. I imagine I it still would all, have been yeah, a, huge they're, like, they're still big stars then. Weren't they at their t- Or at least on like, their way to... Well, yeah, Die Hard had been out. Die Hard had been out. <laughs> Look at me, one of the lads. <laughs> I feel like they were at their... Um, okay, uh, at the peak? No, yeah. not quite at the peak. Die Hard was, yeah, 88. So Bruce Willis definitely in his heyday. Um, they were all in their heyday. Yeah, sure. true. So, and I was trying to think, what would this film be like if it were remade now? Terrible. Straight to Netflix and the cast would Definitely Netflix. I'm surprised <laughs> I haven't bought this. But also I just think, are there films that come out now where, you, of, where you've got actors of that calibre doing so films the like of romantic that? Comedies? Well, this isn't it's just happening. a romantic comedy. It's like a... A satirical romantic comedy. I guess I if they did it now, oh no, that. Alex Baldwin is, he can't do that anymore. I guess, yeah. sorry, I didn't, oh, sticky, 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 <laughs> put it down. It's I, can't, I can't regain. Uh, Alex Baldwin in rock, sun, sun rock. <laughs> 40 rock. <laughs> What's it called? Rock. Oh, okay. What's Liz, 40 Rock? Seven Planets Third from the Sun. Rock. Third Rock. Oh, from the uh, sun. <laughs> Earth is, yeah. That's us. Not Neptune. That is Neptune, right? The seventh. Hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's Uranus and Pluto. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> Still funny. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <sighs> I'm having a bad time at the moment. Sorry, That's my next, excuse. Neptune is eight. Who's seven? Saturn. Oh. Uh, okay, sorry. We've got Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Right? Or is it Neptune, Uranus, Pluto? Neptune. Oh, my God. Uranus, we, I Pluto. I can't believe. Pluto is no longer a planet. Yeah, but we're just... Why did they put it of... back? We always talk about this. And I always forget. I feel like they put it back. They were like, no, psych. No, I don't I don't think it is a planet, but... It's an over In terms of the way moon. that we learnt this. Okay. Yeah, Neptune is ninth. I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neptune is ninth. Yeah, so it's Saturn, then Uranus, then Neptune. And then if you believe oh Pluto is a planet, then Pluto. And yes, I had to Google to confirm that in my mind. I'm so upset that I was wrong. I'm so, genuinely you know, hurt. <laughs> things like this are just slipping out of our brains. Oh what can we God. do? I'm worried about, anyway, sorry. Guys, I'm going to tell you one of my fears. <laughs> this has nothing to do with it. And this is a brief pause to talk about our fears. Um, I need to take a picture and the pose that I have. Okay, so the problem I'm having is, it's not a problem because I love myself in a slightly yeah. uncomfortable way. 
No, I don't think that should be applauded. Vanity is supposed Important. to be a sin. <laughs> oh, it's not like self-love, it's vain love. Yes. What's oh, the difference? I'm too sexy for my shirt. That's why I like being naked. Basically, I need to do a pose. It's not my fault we live in a fat phobic society. And obviously my body looks very different. So now when I do things I thought I could do, like would you do before? Because I'm still <laughs> myself. Yes, yeah. Looks very different. Mm. I understand. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm just genuinely worried that it will look too provocative and people will judge. I've always had an insecurity about the size of my thighs, not because, no, that's a lie. I haven't had an insecurity. When I've seen my thighs pictured, they've always been much larger than I'd bug in your head, right? (laughs) Yeah. And so I don't mind it. But I mean, when I was very young, like maybe 19, I was always like, oh my God. <laughs> but honey, thick thighs save lives. I'm a lifesaver. But I'm still, I've, I'm worried that I'll revert back to my 19 year old self being like, my thighs are too big. And the thing, mm-hmm. the reason I think my thighs are too big is because then it's like, um, it, to be honest, it was <laughs> good old fashioned white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like um, the over-sexualization of a black woman's body. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm worried about that. Uh, that's a, that <laughs> is a very <laughs> valid and real fear. <laughs> Why are we doing <laughs> It's not a segue because it also ties into something that is very prevalent in this <gasps> film, which oh, is fat phobia. Right. This film yeah. is hugely fat phobic. Like being was... fat and oh, somebody yes. being fat is like the butt of the joke, as if that is something that is to like be less than, and that is your rock bottom. Do you know what's interesting about that? That is probably because normally, if I was watching a TV show or a film, that would be a standout thing, like Monica from yeah. Friends or whatever, Schmidt mm. from New Girl. Yeah. I didn't notice that's what they were doing. I just mm. thought, you know, she was just, she, she did quote unquote, let herself go. And then to use the fact to symbolize that. But that's the point, isn't it? That's really yeah, that that letting yourself go is to put on weight. Therefore, you're going to be lazy and slothful and not bother getting ready or getting washed. And you're just going to sit and vegetate and. And people don't realise this. Like, now, I can honestly say, and I'm not just saying this, and obviously, like, there's still a, a body politics about this, of what, how, it depends, like, what size you are, how comfortable you feel at that size, because you may feel, like, you start getting fat-shamed quick. So you mm-hmm. can be, like, the average size, and people will constantly be fat-shaming you, fat-shaming you, fat-shaming So you might be like, do you know what? I'm confident in my body. I don't care, but... Really, you're actually an average size. And if you were living in a fatter body, you you don't know how that feels because of the um, societal pressure. Yeah. So it's easy to say, like what I'm saying, it's slightly easy to say, but honestly, gaining weight is a very hot experience. <laughs> I've never <laughs> felt hot. I can't lie to you. <laughs> it's like I have the juice, the sauce and the goods. Like is all there to be ordered, and I can eat. So, like, you're not gonna make me. Feel, I don't care if I'm getting evicted. Yeah, I'm gonna eat this. Yeah, but yeah, but she obviously that wasn't the point. It was supposed to make her look bad. But you're right. 
also when Meryl Streep's bum tightened when she took yeah. Oh and my the god, boobs. we should start doing <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> she, was. I can't lie, her makeup, she looked Flawless. after she took gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. She looked good. Well, she looked so, like she looked yeah. at the beginning, which was just as she was younger, but it's not as if she looked terrible before when she no, was taking no, no. the potion. She still looked good. And it showed that it was just makeup. So, guys, if you feel bad, marketing underlying marketing <laughs> messages. <laughs> I some makeup. Truly, yeah. yeah. Get on YouTube, learn how to do your makeup. Lord knows I won't. And not continue to, to feel person. bad. But. Yeah. Oh my god. You can't feel bad. Your makeup's always good. Do you still have that foundation? I love. I use Fenty Ease Drops now. Fenty Ease Drops. Yeah, but before it was a like a, a Becca foundation. I can't remember what it was, but okay, Becca. That mouth. That. Those. <laughs> That's good quality stuff. (laughs) But to be fair, so is um, so is Fenty. Yeah, but that's not in dispute. Have you heard Sephora's coming to the UK? I have heard, yeah. But then I thought, do we need it? Do we need it? Yeah, it's it's not. That's so funny. It's it's so like, oh my God, but we have all of like, we don't need anymore. When I wanted to, and it's so funny because somebody on Twitter, I wish, sorry guys, I wish I could credit the people who say that she left a scathing tweet. I was like, (laughs) come on. She was like, basically, it's 10 years too late. And I was like, yeah, because of the landscape, the beauty landscape in, she said the beauty landscape in the UK is like no other. It's so competitive. Yeah. 10 years too late. We don't we don't need it as we don't need a physical store for it. Like we've got it's like, gonna be in Sephora when it is like <laughs> incredible. But yeah, I know, but but most of my stuff I buy online anyway because I know what it is. But there's I, I will say there is something when I first went into Sephora, it is psychological. There is just something about the store that's fun. That I don't I'm like if I go into boots, for example, if I go into Southridge, right. I'm not it's no I'm lying it's a makeup store in general I always when I go into a a store that only sells makeup I always spend more than I want to if that makes sense the Sephora does skincare as well not just makeup I I didn't buy skincare there but when I went into Sephora I went crazy Mm. in a way that I never would I'm a very tight person guys (laughs) I just never would you're not (laughs) you got caught up in the head yeah yeah even if you catch me slipping I'm not spending that much money and I'm still stressed about it but Sephora is like I was like oh I get it like I was just like putting like they got to draw samples I was trying everything I was like that was like I was just buying and like I was so happy afterwards like I was it's such I definitely definitely understand what you mean and it is like it is a different con we don't quite have that concept in the UK where it is just makeup and skincare it's not we don't have a pure beauty store no, but, but the, we can it did get used to be like that in department stores. Oh everywhere. my god, department but stores. But department stores still have has everything it doesn't else. Feel you know, the same. It's, it's yeah, it isn't a specialist store. Because when I used to, yeah, like there are so many online retailers now as well that are based in the UK that have that do the same job, and you can get everything, and you don't have to fucking leave your house. Which yeah, <laughs> I and am the not brands to do. that Sephora had and didn't have in the UK now. I feel like most of them are here. No, so I don't fun. think there's anything that you can get. Or oh, there might be one or two things you can get in. There are still there's colorways. The, the, I will say, unless you go to Harrods, not Harrods. Sorry, what's it called? Not Harrods, Saint Street. Um, Fennec. No, 
Harvey Nichols. Uh, Unless you go yeah, to the Harvey, Harvey Nichols in London. Though I remember this, and maybe it's changed now, but this is like not that long ago, two years ago. It was after Fenty had launched a boot. Mm. I don't know when that was. And there was some there was something they'd released that was not available, but they had you it on the Sephora website. So I wonder if oh. they'll have, if they have all the stock that they have in America, they do have like exclusives, but they've, um, Fenty's somewhere else now. So I wonder if they still get it. It's those. at Harvey Nicks and Boots in the UK. Um, outside the UK, it's somewhere else. It's, um, oh, I don't know if it's outside the UK. <laughs> yeah, I just mean, <laughs> what well, used to be. <laughs> Oh, but I think it's owned by the same company that owned for Sephora. Anywho, so sorry, guys. But it is a beauty and shallow special. <laughs> that is so true. Guys, look, if anybody hasn't watched um, Death Becomes Her, basically... Oh, yeah, the, do summary. Yeah. <laughs> the, the premise is about... Um, I think it's a satire on the... Particularly for women, the eternal search and also the societal pressure for eternal youth and how much of our currency as women or as fans is uh resides in how young we look how beautiful we are how tight and toned we are and once we start to lose all of that then we lose all of our cachet and that's that's it we're not desirable to society to men um it's also a comment on how fucking fickle men are i think really i thought it was i think it's more a comment on um Hollywood and the falsities and fakeness of it all and how it's obsessed with youth and appearance and how it values that over the quality of life. Yeah. but And then I also felt like it was shady to women, like basically saying that we're competitive, which we are horribly competitive. I love that about being a woman. I'm sorry. It's fun. (laughs) I think that women, when women compete, it's always people think you're competing over like, men or looks and da 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 but women are just everyone's competitive it's a natural human trait yeah. it just doesn't fit into our gender stereotypes so people get irritated when we're competitive but yeah it makes it seem like we're cruel competitive and it's like the standard trope that we deep down we all hate each other <laughs> <laughs> this is basically what happens in the film there are two friends one friend is at the beginning of the film engaged to a surgeon which is like you know it's like a ooh, <laughs> to this day <laughs> a plastic surgeon so he's really got yeah. much money <laughs> <laughs> she takes the surgeon to meet her friend her friend is a performer it's like a, on stage it's kind of like a cabaret vibe but the audience is falling asleep during their performance they're like kind of it's kind of insinuated that it's like this big tits but it's insinuated that they're getting like bored of her like her, it's like same old same she's not getting good reviews but um that's Meryl Streep's character and then the surgeon who's Bruce Willis sees her and he's like hubba hubba enamored um, yeah and then his fiance okay. Goldie Horn takes him oh look at me this is the first time I've ever known three actors names <laughs> takes him, um, I would, if him. you didn't know those three names I would be please be serious really there is a surprised. strong chance I couldn't <laughs> Let's be honest. There's so many famous actors who I'm just like, what is their name? These aren't just famous actors, though. These are, this is iconic actors. Yeah. Anyway, carry Honestly, on. I You're doing well. You're doing well. <laughs> Keep going. Um. So uh, Goldie Horn takes her fiancé backstage and introduces them. 
And then next thing you know, it's very obvious that they like fancy each other. Next thing you know, Goldie Hawn's fiance is getting married to Meryl Streep. Then you cut to Goldie Hawn, who's basically la- like, I shouldn't even say that. She's like in her apartment. She's eating ice cream. She's bitter. Being she's evicted, getting loads being of evicted. weight. And the police are knocking on her door to evict her because she's behind on the rent. Then she goes to a cycle. <laughs> this film is so problematic. It is so mad. But it's up. like all my favourite films are based in like yeah. single girl in apartment, single girl on cycle. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so this just amalgamates it basically. Yeah. <laughs> then, um, but then, sorry, the nurse also getting fucking annoyed with her because she's not making any progress, not yeah. losing any weight, and, she, and she's still... Oh, talking yes. about the same or like obsessing about oh I thought her. it was because she was triggering the other patients but you're right she... oh I mean I guess it could be but that's not a was professional a thing to say ward? to a patient I don't think it was was it that like was. A, a beauty retreat <laughs> no it definitely wasn't it was okay. a it was a award for sure okay because the they're like do you so... have anything to do? it's like you know she's they're doing group therapy yeah random and then um so then we just like in that time where she's been doing all of that uh Meryl Sheep and her fiance are now arguing her fiance is now an undertaker he's no longer a surgeon like he's fallen from grace he still like has um his assets so he's still in this beautiful house Meryl Sheep has stopped working you know she's a city girl she's living off him She's going to spend it until he doesn't have it no more. And there's nothing he can do about it. He's resentful towards her. He hates her. He is but now the victim. And he, but <laughs> he's also given her everything. He's given her faith. He's, you know, done all yeah. the, like, kept She's her had young, loads of done all this work yeah. on her to try it, you know, as she wanted. And probably as he wanted. Yeah. And she's like chasing you, chasing that like she wants to have another procedure. She gets recommended to this woman who is essentially. Uh, she's also having an affair with a much younger man. Yeah. Good <laughs> after her. <laughs> He's kind of a dick for sure. True. Absolutely. But, you know, like she's, yeah. she's, have it, she's, she's living her life. Oh, she's 100% living yeah. large. But she's not happy. And then, um, no. Basically, she gets given a potion that means she'll live forever. But before that, what happens? Um, Goldie Horn's character—I want to say Helen or Helena—she basically kind of comes out. It's like seven years, or I don't know, many, many years past, and then she comes out back out of the woodwork and is first. Oh yeah, yeah, and she is like. Stunningly gorgeous. She's, you know, super beautiful. She's uh, got a, you know, quote unquote great figure. I mean, she doesn't have a great figure, but, you know, Uh, she's got this new book out that basically is a, uh, like a diet book or a, like, how I got back to being beautiful. Oh, it's like, yeah, a beauty book. Yeah. Um, Which, which, in the 90s was big money, let me tell you. (laughs) So she knows that she is going to play these two against each other. Yeah, she she's tells, come for revenge. But she, she tells she Meryl Streep, hey, I don't blame you. I blame him for going to you. And then she tells him, I don't blame you. I blame her for seducing you. Yeah. I don't know why for the first time ever we're just doing a blow-by-blow account of this. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying this. I assume that you guys just maybe haven't watched it or haven't watched it for a while. So anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> Okay, so now 
Uh, Mel Sheep's uh, toy boy basically tells her she's an old hag and she needs to get the fuck out of here. She, he doesn't <laughs> say it like that. He gets caught with another woman. He, she gets yeah, he's out. like, it's embarrassing. Don't you find it embarrassing? Yeah. You know what people Everyone say says about us? We look ridiculous, but and why does way, anybody she know? She does not really look... She, like, looks she looks, still looks incredible. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But yeah. also, like, it's that's part of it. It's just, like, she's supposed to be old, new. She's hit rock bottom. Yeah. She takes this potion so she'll live forever, and it will return her back to her youth. But obviously, so no one gets suspicious in 10 years, she has to disappear. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of... As if they wouldn't already be suspicious. That she goes from, like, well, being 50-year-olds to 20 yeah, but come on, that's why people say celebrities drink children's blood. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, guys, they're called fillers. Please relax. <laughs> oh my god. And Photoshop. Mostly Photoshop, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Not, Most, not even Photoshop. Photoshop just is like real. An easier app. You don't even need Photoshop <laughs> anymore. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, some of them are bad. The cartoon Sorry. filter. <laughs> uh, what's it? Um Meryl Streep is getting this potion. She's yeah. getting young. She's super happy. Meanwhile, Goldie Horn and old Bruce Willis is Goldie Horn's fucking her husband. Long story short. So yeah. Goldie Horn, in her revenge, she's gone back to her ex-fiance, sleeps with him, and plots to murder Meryl Streep's character. Meryl Streep comes home. The plan is to murder her like in the next night, so so it's not overly obvious. Bruce Willis loses his temper with her. So there's a bit of femicide in this, guys. <laughs> this film really has everything. <laughs> Pushes her down the stairs. Obviously, she breaks all her bones. I had to look away even though it was really badly done. I still don't like stuff like that. And then it was giving the staircase, if anybody's seen it, starring Colin Firth, which is actually a true story, so I shouldn't say it. Like, it's just a fun show. It's a yeah. true story. And then um, Goldie Holm calls. She, he's like, she's like, what have you done? He's like, I've killed her. Meryl Street basically gets up. Her body's all mangled, but she's still alive because she can live forever, which is where we now realise that even though they can live forever, injuries still have an effect. Yeah, their so bodies will fall apart. Yeah, so then he takes her to the hospital. He's like, it's a miracle, because essentially what we realise is she's dead. She's medically dead. She has no heartbeat. She's cold as ice. She's willing to sacrifice, and more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> What version though? <laughs> I didn't plan this. That was just off the top of my head, guys. That was funny. Um, so yeah, long story short, they're all in the house somehow. They're all fighting. Goldie Horn tries to kill her again. She can't be killed. Then Meryl Streep's character shoots Goldie Horn. She falls into the pool. That's when we realize Goldie Horn has also taken this potion. Yeah. Shock. Yeah. Drama Meryl in Street CDs. wasn't like, hold on a second. There's no way you could have gone from. Yeah. They're looking like this without a potion. But the thing is, they didn't really look that much older. They just looked really good afterwards. Like, but it just seemed like a really good make makeup. Anyway. But well. yeah. So now they're like, they have a hole in their body. But luckily, the uh, their husband is now an undertaker. He can fix them up with like spray paint and stuff to make them look like <laughs> new. They want him to take the potion so he can live forever, so he can always fix them up. And this is where it starts getting start <laughs> this film is ridiculous okay so now they're well, at I this... think that, sorry this is just where they start to like try and like shoehorn integrity into the man where there before was none and that's it why it's, make it's sense. stupid to me but you know carry on because yeah 
Okay, so just I'll I'll make it really quick. He refuses to take the potion. He escapes. They think he's fallen to his death because he refuses to take the potion, but he falls through a stained glass window into a swimming pool and lives. Yeah. P.S. Marilyn Monroe and Elvis are also at the party. Leave Marilyn Monroe alone, for goodness sake. Oh, and Andy, Andy Warhol was there as well. Oh, God, I didn't even notice. I didn't notice the other people in the... Yeah. Okay. If it was now, it would have been Tupac there. I was like, where's Tupac? Then I was like... He, yeah, he probably alive. still alive at that time. Life, yeah. yeah. And I also thought this was the late 80s, also. He was alive. And also, this is the whitest film ever. So, he truly, yeah. Not even a single non white hand <laughs> was showing yeah. on screen. But yeah, um, so uh, that's the end. Then the final scene is Bruce Willis's funeral because he's such a pious man. He has this giant religious. Uh, funeral with all his children and his grandchildren that he aged at 50 and the priest basically talks about how he found eternal life in the lives of the babes around him the children and all the children he fathered outside of his marriage joking all of his adopted children in the world in the christian sense which always gives me the creeps whatever honest but whatever um, and then you hear two women arguing at the back. It is, of course, Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn, who have lived forever, but their bodies have completely disintegrated. And they without the Undertaker, um, Undertaker husband, they don't really have a professional to put them back together in the same kind of like masterpiece artwork style that they're used to. So they're, they're they trying to touch awful. each other up. Yeah, their skin is all like... Yeah. It's just basically like if someone had been like gluing themselves back together after years and drawing on their face on. So they just look awful. They fall down the stairs. They break all their bones. They get decapitated and they're still alive. And I mean, they're but basically, they're like mannequins at this point. And yeah. they just smash into pieces. The reason it doesn't really make sense is because <laughs> everyone else. You at the do party, tell me why. <laughs> Everyone else at the party who had like um who had also taken this potion, it was like a massive party where everyone had taken this potion. Everyone was fine. So it's only them that managed not to take care of their bodies and were just their lives were filled with such calamity. Mm. <laughs> but then again, they did hate each other. So <laughs> but still. Yeah, they got one of them fucking got a shotgun out. So yeah. But still, it's like, okay. Unless the moral of the story is hate ages you, even if you can live forever. But I thought it was supposed to put you off the idea of living forever. I thought it was also like a joke about plastic surgery and people's obsession with like looking young. But because it was focused on these two women and their competitive friendship, even though they were the leads for sure. And it is satire and it's like, it is a silly fun film, if that makes sense. But like... Making him the victim when he was the one who left his fiance, even though she stole his boyfriends in the past, you know, like the one friend had stolen the other friend's boyfriends in the past. Making him like the person who was wise enough to get away makes it seem as though it's just like a like a Hollywood being problem, silly. It's a yeah, problem. Like, yeah, you guys are so silly and shallow, and it doesn't really deal with the pressure that women are under to look. Yeah. Like tens, 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 tens. Sorry. Um, Correct. Yeah. But that's not the point. It was the 90s and it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. And, you know, like it it was, I think it was a fine, it was, 
it was a, a, an okay film to watch because the um, also because of the actors in it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like Meryl Streep yeah. and Golly Horn, phenomenal. Whereas if you just yeah. had the kind of actors that would play it now in a straight to Netflix movie, oh. it would come on. <laughs> Sorry, but it just wouldn't be like you just see all of the. Pro- Maybe I'm, it's wrong that I'm saying that. I'm, I'm not trying to sugarcoat the problems or gloss over them. But if they I just kept the man as an asshole, I don't think that would have been a problem. True, it was. Yeah, let's make him then it's just the, like they are the they righteous are. man. Yeah, yeah. He's the only one with the ability to change. The other two actually got more evil. <laughs> <laughs> But they just played it well. Yeah. They're just I think they're just good good um good actors, Meryl and Goldie. And I definitely am obviously on their side because I think I'm the woman at the back right now because I'm already, I feel, I'm like I was at his funeral rolling my eyes too, like please, this guy. <laughs> yeah. No one's buying this. No one. Sorry. But honestly, if nothing else, watch it for the aesthetic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they're nice. <laughs> and it's one of those like I don't know, like cult films that you will inevitably reference in your mind. Like it will yeah, for influence sure. you. It yeah. just will. Yeah. And I'll probably watch it again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the outfits are uh, amazing. Also, I just think there's a particular like awkward physicality that Goldie Horn has that's almost like yeah. a physical comedy in the way that she moves her body. Yeah, I just 100%. like absolutely love about her. Yeah. Like she is she's sexy and ugly, but it's in a really like an awkward way that she plays on. Like that kind of she like the dixie. original quirky girl. Yeah. I feel like she's almost too hot to be the yeah, quirky true, yeah. True. yeah, but then look at the quirky girls. No, they're, they're all beautiful. Yeah. You you kind of have to be. But I just mean like Goldie, not to objectify, but God damn. <laughs> not to objectify and then says the most ludicrous thing. Oh, what a time to be alive. Do you have anything else you want to say about this film in particular? We'll probably talk about I it more later. I actually don't think so because I didn't really take, um, well, I didn't take any notes on it because I figured, well, just. It would make an amazing music video as well if anybody wants to do a parody. True, yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. Halloween parody. But at the end, in my version, the women would join up and kill the man. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. <laughs> that is, that's not funny. Oh, yeah, I... I mean, it just really wasn't, like... wasn't really all that. Him? He was a... Oh, he was a dick. Yeah. I don't understand. Why did he stop being a surgeon? Because he had a drinking problem. Oh, uh, maybe he got like off, that stops. So he could only work with. Um, <laughs> Sorry, he could only Sorry. work with dead people. Okay, I don't know. I, I didn't. I, I will admit I wasn't like fully paying attention because I have Which seen is it before. More reason to like understand Meryl Streep's frustration. Yes, she's a gold digger. Yes, she stole her friend's fiance. But god damn it, she wanted to marry a surgeon, and she ended up with an <laughs> alcoholic. <laughs> I'm no joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone has problems, especially surgeons. Um, but that's but that, again of what I was saying before about how it just underlined how fickle he was. 
as a man, it was like, oh, let me go to this shiny new thing. Oh, wait, let me go back to my old shiny new thing. Oh, wait, yeah, actually, he just goes like, to whoever's my the other hottest. person, yeah, whoever's the hottest or who is like attainably hot, sort of like just there, there. to <laughs> stake their claim. Yeah. He's just like dumb and stupid. Yes, which are the same things, but I don't know in why they ways. were so obsessed. With, and I guess they were, it wasn't him that they were actually fighting over in the end. They were it was more just other. like each they other. They were always fighting each other because they were always, you know, at loggerhead. But okay, actually, one thing. So we when when we get to like the crux of the uh, rivalry, Goldie Horn's family is obviously she's from a well-to-do family yeah. from money. Um, who was friends with Meryl Streep's character, but they she, Meryl Streep was never invited to the big fancy country club get-togethers. So that's why, why Meryl Streep Meryl, Meryl Streep's like you always thought I was cheap. Uh, um, yeah, Goldie Horn's like, like you always hurt <laughs> like you hurt me on purpose by always yeah. taking away the people that I loved. But they were the ones leaving you. Why didn't you just end the friendship? Why are you coming now to anyway? So, yeah, but what's the, the fact that, is it, is somebody thinking that you, like, having a a stupid, bigoted opinion? Are you saying someone looking down at you for having money? Can you then justify it to be like, (laughs) I won't hurt you intentionally no but even if you do that once fine but if you intentionally hurt someone more than once if you steal someone's boyfriend more than once yeah you're not friends also the fact (laughs) that goldie horn was like i wanted to do the test like her test her way to test her fiance is to take her around that woman and see if she can steal her of course she can yeah well then your husband is weak come (laughs) on he is maybe you also keep (laughs) you're you're attracted to the weak men and you have a type and you need to break that cycle no it's more fun to fight <laughs> yeah high character um, progression make little to no sense too but it's always fun to watch a woman have a breakdown oh, i can't believe i said that out loud <laughs> who oh, isn't me is what i thought <laughs> multiple breakdowns in this movie oh my god so at funny. various points for each character um but yeah i don't have anything else to say on the movie do you oh actually apart yeah. from like i love that quintessential potion bottle you know the that, like, potion itself the was pit, lush yeah, yeah. i lo- oh, loved it <laughs> yeah that oh stereotypical this is like the I'm a blueprint in a for a potion <laughs> yeah i loved it <laughs> yeah gorgeous and it glowed can't lie it did it was like it's iridescent sparkly curly. one of my favorite colors mm. But yeah, that that's that's all I've got to say. Me too. Watch. The Would film you first. recommend? Yeah. So there you go. You, I recommend watching. No, it. I feel like you have to. I feel like it's a kind of thing you just have to watch for reference, if nothing else. Agreed. Um, House of Dragon. Yes. <laughs> okay, guys, we're about. Okay, we're going to discuss House of Dragon very quickly to end off the podcast episode eight. With yes. reference to probably a lot yes. of other episodes. Yeah. So there will be spoilers. So I'm afraid if you do not want to hear them, it's time to say goodbye. Sorry. <laughs> That's my Andy from The Office voice. For someone who hated The Office, I talk about it a lot. Embarrassing. You um, love The Office. 
I hated it at first. Hated it. I was just like, you're a bunch of losers. How are you watching a show about people working? I still don't love The Office. I just have a lot of love for The Office. Okay, stop right now. By the way, guys, we we do have scheduled in this season an actual episode dedicated to House of Dragons. What we will talk about in that episode, I don't know. Because we just keep, we cannot stop talking about it every week. I have so much to say, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find. But yeah. We'll still do it, yeah. As soon as the series ends, the very next episode, God willing, will be House of Dragon. House of the no 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 every time i see that i'm like stop calling it that it's wrong change the titles everywhere hbo retract it and please be serious house of the dragon why house of dragon done house of the dragon unnecessary word (laughs) i stand by this honestly every time i see it i get annoyed i'm like that's not what it's called I don't disagree with you. House of the Dragon. But that is what it's called. No, but why? House of the Dragon. They're all because dragons. It... House of Dragon. Sorry. No, it's dra- it should it's be dragons. <laughs> no, House of Dragon is fine. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what do you have to say about this week? Oh, first no. I just have to say, <laughs> bring me my grandson. <laughs> Will always be one of my favourite phrases. Okay, so obviously we've just watched episode A. We think King V is dead, but there were just a few, like, you know, it was like a funny-ish episode. He definitely died at the end. Now we're actually round to This episode was like a real... Mess? Modern Family does Game of Thrones episode. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Modern Family, if they all married each other. Exactly. And like, like, like when they all gather around to have dinner at Jay's house. <laughs> I'm sorry, but one thing that really did make me laugh was when it was announced, sorry, I still don't know their names, that Damon's children and Rhaenyra's children were to yeah. be married. And they were all like, it was just announced. And they were like, oh, like, smiling, right, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> so many touch on your shoulder and like, you're marrying your stepsister. You're like, woo! No, but they already they already planted the seed that they liked each other in the True. previous episode where they all ganged up on. I, I don't know what he's called. I'm sorry, but the guy but that they that is so romantic like, to me. Ganging up to beat yeah. the crap out of someone uh, who's of been some disrespectful. Shit, he steals the dragon and is disrespectful. <laughs> and fair, he takes he's out right. His he eye. didn't steal the dragon. He didn't. He claimed it. I genuinely don't think he stole that dragon. I just w- don't feel like it was like his. To claim and I wish the dragon had burnt him, him or dropped him. Yeah. We all wish the dragon had dropped him because I already hated that kid. Yeah. He was Do I punching like him little girls. Now? Just because he's hot and I'm physically attracted to him does not mean that I'm he? not gonna hate him. Yeah, he's like the way okay. he looks at Uncle Damon. Appealing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other guy, the, the the his older brother, looks younger than him, and it's yeah, really irritating. It doesn't make sense. But the Such only thing shit. I will say is, he has the weirdest face and head. He has. This mm. is no shade to the actor because it wouldn't look like that in your normal hair. I've seen a picture of him. He doesn't look like that. He looks like a fucking bean, <laughs> like a long but bean. <laughs> I think he also looks like a like an anime drawing. I literally saw 
<laughs> was it was it about I'm sure it was about that this is the most anime face I've ever seen on Game of Thrones and it was thank him. you yes totally don't say that like, you know, now the they're gonna that... cast him as like uh... oh yeah how yeah. no um um I enjoyed he is doing too much though no one is that weird <laughs> No one's in the middle of the fight and they turn around like cousin. <laughs> All right, chill out. <laughs> yes, I did see you there. <laughs> we get it. You're a creepy girl. <laughs> yeah, we know that you have like heightened senses. Oh, I do want to drop what I think will be a spoiler. I think this happens. Do not confirm or deny based on the family history that for some reason everyone has read from me. No one. I'm read not it. just talking about the book. But they have. No, they, um, I promised you they haven't because that book is not readable. I was listening to someone talk about it today. They've read it. It's but not a novel. It is literally. I've said this before. It's not readable. It's so. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's a table of contents. It's a bibliography. It, it's exactly like so and so whose son is so and so, and you know the names all sound the same. <laughs> they all. They're all called Aiko. It's, we, yeah. Fucking <laughs> hell. Sorry, but Rhaenyra isn't shit because she called her bastard strong names. <laughs> and then she called her Targaryen children. Sorry, I don't literally mean bastards, guys. I'm obviously joking. She called her strong babies strong names and her Targaryen children Targaryen names. Like, why are you giving the game away? Who's Jace? What kind of Targaryen name yeah, is Jace? Exactly. No, but J- <laughs> Jace. That's that has to be a shortened name. Jace and Luke yeah. are not the full names, but what are the I can't like what are the full yeah, names? Yeah, but they're obviously like medieval old English Hebrew names kind of vibe. Do you know what I mean? They're obviously named by their father. Can you please be serious? Can you please be <laughs> she doesn't give a heck and I love her. <laughs> She's like, baby daddy, what are you calling this one? He's like Jace. <laughs> Oh, yeah, now my actual Targaryen kids are going to be called Viserys and Aegon. And the classic Aegon. <laughs> yeah. I'm not leaving this planet without an Aegon. But it's it's a sweet, but I don't know that um, Viserys loves all of his grandchildren and doesn't care and kind of respects the fact that she's the queen and she can do what she likes. And yeah, also, but just I, like um, Corlys uh, Valerian says, History does not remember blood. It remembers names. Like Jace. (laughs) And Luke, yeah. And Joffrey. No, Joffrey's like fine. But it is a very like Westerosi name. It's not very old Valeria, is it? True. True, true, true. I'm just saying it made me laugh. Because I think it sounds like you are shit. (laughs) You're not even trying to hide it. But another thing that wasn't bugging me as much before, how could Alison raise her children to hate their nephews? And I do feel like she instilled that hatred in them because they're bastards or whatever. Like, think about how hateful that is to say to somebody. Totally. These children 100%. are not legitimate. You should, like, she's raised her children to hate their own blood. Yeah. That's sick. And look how messed up they are now. So that's what you get. It's like they are still Targaryens. Exactly. So it's Even not if, they're, if they're, they're not Targaryen, Targaryen, 
That's so like they're still her children. Your sons are only half Targaryen. If we're getting oh. like down to it, yeah. If you want to take that little star cross off for five minutes yeah. and deal with the facts, freak. <laughs> Not you being a religious fanatic. Lord, give me strength. <laughs> <laughs> but and another thing that annoyed episode, me. Though. It was a very good episode, yeah. only because King Viserys Coming and his and just half like, face. What a performance. I can't lie. Yeah. Hats off. Hats half and hands clapping. <laughs> yeah. What a performance. And him just being like, hey, I'm backing oh. these guys. <laughs> so you can all fuck to off. To the death of me. <laughs> He's like, I, I will climb Damon out my deathbed. Slicing off uh, the <laughs> no, Valerian, Mr. Valerian's head. That made me leaving his fucking is, tongue. This oh. is the problem with... Uh, <laughs> Black people in white shows because now I have to watch this Aryan bastard They're slice just, off yeah. this black man's head. So and now I have we to know, I guess, how uh, <laughs> the Targaryens are just going to wipe out the Valerian bloodline. But, okay, this is this annoyed me. The uncle was doing all that rah rah rah. Yes, uh, technically, that guy isn't your blood, and he's inheriting your castle. But do you know who else is inheriting your castle? Your literal great niece. So please relax. Is she not good enough? Uh, well, That's only if adequate... at that point, but, but prior to him staking his, or his okay, the betrothal happened after him. But okay, so the it's claim. just been announced. So take the L. It's just been announced. You're like, okay, that's annoying, but it works. It works for everyone. Yeah, just, yeah it's exactly. not what I wanted. They're not going to kick me out. It's not like I'm homeless. I'm still money. But I'm also on my way out in terms of life expectancy and I can give my actual bloodline. I think he just wanted the big castle. It was, it was, uh, principled. Yeah. He was like, no Caucasian child is is sitting on, (laughs) is sitting on my, again. It's also like, um, the brotherly competitiveness, which, Mm. Hate in Game of Thrones. That yeah. guy, that other guy, killed burn his family alive. I do not believe that it's anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was all funny, all good. Oh, and I'll be really sad. If, and it is. Um, it's. I mean, it does continue to be funny how everyone is like, "No, these are Leonor's sons." <laughs> It's like, no, it's more like you can't say that. Like, you actually cannot look me in my face and tell me that they're not my children. That's insane behavior. Imagine if you were at a family barbecue and there were two children who look nothing like <laughs> their father and you're there shouting across the family barbecue. They're not, that's insane. <laughs> you can't do that. Mind your own business. True, but it's like, what's your business? Laugh but. Right area is just like go to bed, boys. Where they go to are. your quarters. <laughs> Every five minutes, she's like, "Listen, kids, go to your quarters." You've, yeah, you've done enough mischief. Please, yeah, go to bed, all of you. Oh my God. The aging again better. doesn't make sense to me. Why? With the the younger generation now, like okay, yeah, I think <laughs> the uh, yeah, we just have to it, it, it. yeah. It's it is what it is. It is what it is. 
That was It Ips What It Is by Blood Orange. Well, don't you think it was a bit... I think Say it was a bit it. mean <laughs> that Jace, when the music started playing didn't ask his betrothed no, I didn't to dance and he just went straight for his cousin who was married mean. to his other cousin. He Uncle, sorry. On his he knees was... for his betrothed. Like, I'm, it's fine. That is exactly how he, like. I agree, he... but then if I were the betrothed, I'd be like, no, she, you... to me, she looked a bit sad is what I'm saying. Oh, I, I didn't notice. I don't, I think she was a bit like, okay, I want to oh. say something that is potentially a spoiler. Don't confirm or deny if you do know this. I think when Little Miss Psychic plays with insects was Mm. like something about being like the beast beneath. They obviously meant the giant dragon beneath is going to kill Jace. Oh. R.I.P. But I mean, I guess technically, really, they, they, because how how is Rhaenyra and Damon, or Damon at least, not going to want one of his kids to ascend the Iron Throne. Yeah, da- Damon doesn't give a heck. He's been back in it the whole time. He does not care. <laughs> he just does <laughs> not care. Yeah, I think, yeah, That's I guess it. you're right. But then uh, they... He's not like the, that. He's just the listening. line must fall through the Targaryen line. I don't think it's going to go through. But he's a Targaryen, as we've discussed. He's half Targaryen. If he marry, if he ma- even if he marries his cousin, they're still between them. Not his cousin, sorry, his stepsister slash second cousin. I don't know. Yeah, they both have half their Valerian yeah. blood, so they'd they're still be half going that. to. Yeah. She's fully Valerian. Sorry, they have, that. I mean, that's yeah, why Targaryen. <laughs> they, between them, there's a Targaryen there, and then that Targaryen marries their other Targaryen cousin. I'm sure they'll. Do you know, so what I, I guess mean? they keep it. Yeah, and maybe this is the way that they keep it diluted enough so it's not like we only get to the mad king quite a few more generations down the line i don't know (laughs) you do have to mix up genetically you can't do that my cousin was saying that she was like how are they all so i was like this feels like it's going to enter a problematic (laughs) conversation and i don't want to be a part of it but yeah yeah, they do have the uh valerian blood we're saying that that while the king is is literally his face is falling off we're like they're fine (laughs) he has no eye and his like (laughs) we can see his teeth through his cheek so (laughs) want you to see me oh (laughs) i don't need to eat now thanks dad (laughs) i think he must know that he's welcoming off him as well must be yeah must be a lot. But he yeah. has those um air diffusers everywhere. <laughs> <I must guess. laughs> cobwebs over the over what I hate stuff like that. I'm sorry, I hate stuff that is very much like in the director's comments. You know, when they have the cobwebs over his um his giant like thing of Westeros hmm. to show that yeah, it's the decay oh, of his mind. Over the season, he's been building it. When we see a large progression, we can tell how much time has passed. And now we see, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's finally decaying. <laughs> it's like we get it. <laughs> Fuck off. There's also sort Jesus. of meant to be something um, particular in his mask. I don't think he looks a link. Like the Phantom of the Eye. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's that, but I think there's some significance with the mask or something. Or maybe there's a continuity. Oh, but I don't As know. my something cousin would say, he's halfway to death. The fans have pointed out. Yeah. <laughs> death o'clock. 
Quarter Half past death. <laughs> Quarter to death. <laughs> Every time she says that, it takes me out. But yeah, I at first I was like laughing at him because it's so funny watching him get older and older and just refuse to die. But then I'm like, no, he's not old. He's like 60 or whatever. And he essentially has, I don't know if he has an autoimmune disease. That's wrong. He doesn't, does he? He well, who knows what he's got? He's got something that is gnawing away at his body. Could yeah, be, we all just yeah, know cancerous. It could be. We don't know, but it's yeah, it's, be some, it's some made-up yeah, medieval sickness. We don't know. He's not got tumors. It could be freaking leprosy. I don't know. No, that's contagious. True, but we it's I don't know some Westerosi disease something, and up. it is a disease. <laughs> you know, the fact it's a chronic illness that he is been living with for like 16 years more than and yeah. is still going if not it's strong he's still going how old he looks compared to how old he is it's insane when everybody around him is also just not aging really yeah damon has looked the same <laughs> <laughs> yeah the same as it ever was he said you ain't switching me out honey <laughs> i'm the star here <laughs> No, but I did. I, was I think I read somewhere that he was saying that he thought that his sex scenes in uh, House of the Dragon were a, a bit much. And I'm like, mate, you were I lucky think... you weren't casting Game of Thrones if that's what. There's like barely any sex scenes in oh, House of Dragon compared meant, to. Um, well, we haven't got to the end, but he, I think True, he meant, but... um maybe it looks like he's in the den and with the yeah <laughs> that's not great <laughs> it's not but he is <laughs> so i don't know what like that's Live exactly with what's it, happening so, <laughs> no. like, if you didn't want if you thought that it looked bad then you shouldn't have taken the role but like, i did think this is obviously using messed up westerosi logic because ultimately they're both <laughs> wrong for what they did because i felt like she was young and impressionable but whatever i know she wanted to, i'm not saying she didn't consent but it's just like it was she seemed I know she was supposed to be 17 but it almost felt like the way they portrayed her she was a bit innocent so I was just like is she 17 but whatever but what I'm saying is isn't it funny that we thought Damon was a villain and then he went to have sleep with his niece and he couldn't do that to her outside yeah. of marriage yeah. he couldn't yeah, do yeah, it yeah. to her because he had honour in that way whereas Sir Lancelot over there who we all yeah, thought was so honourable did yeah. it and then, and then got fucking annoyed. It. Yeah, resented you, her for just for, because she had a duty to marry in line with her. Yeah, and if you're and so moral, and, then you shouldn't yeah. have done that. Yeah, yeah you, you left your position you your to have sex with her. Yeah. Please be serious. You broke your vows for that princess, <laughs> and now you're effing and blinding about all of her morals and whatever. The weird guy. Yeah, very weird guy. Sounds. Kristen, I had hopes for you, but and what about that homophobic attack? Because what was that about? Uh, when he killed, um, I've already forgotten his name. I've learned two names, three names. Yes. I've learned. Yes, he get. Uh, um, what was that about? Leonor's, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know if he came. If it was because he knew the secret. That, just, that Kristen had um, had relations with, and nobody else knew. It's just that guy obviously is a very intuitive and knows something of the world, so he could see the looks that were going on. He was like, "Hey, here's the here's the juice. You you do your princess, and I'll do mine." And that made him so angry. He killed him. That's a sign what? of a serious bigot. Yes, 
was, oh. and and as it played out, he hates women. He hates joy. Uh, joy. He hates gay people. He hates himself. Probably. I wish he'd hate himself from further away. <laughs> well, he did. Never mind. He did what? I was going to say he he was going to do the honourable thing. No, he and then wasn't. Alison the was like, which was no. kill himself. Okay, well I don't. <laughs> Sorry, unalive <laughs> himself. <laughs> that was not the time to do the honourable thing. The honourable thing would have been not. <laughs> anyway, whatever. no, I agree. I agree. It's just like he's a he's a messed up guy. That's and that's sure. who you have training your son. Like, no wonder he's a rapist. No shade. Why did I say no shade? <laughs> <laughs> All the shade to that idiot. He's awful. He doesn't make sense. I'm sorry, but that scene was not given. Yeah. Because you just raped someone. Why? Sorry to anybody if maybe you should. I hopefully, I hope you guys know that. Game of Dragons, whatever, is just generally a mess up show. So we're going to talk about things without trigger warnings and stuff. So sorry. But it's like, if you've just done that and you're like, I didn't ask for this, what has that got to do with anything? It's not the pressure on your shoulders that made you, you would do have that. done it regardless. That's who yeah. you are. That's what you're choosing to do because it was a violent and continuous behavior. It's not yeah. even, ugh, fuck you. He's not good. Get rid of him. I mean, but he's also good just not the developing the character in a way that it's that like, what is the point of any of this? Yeah, you're just making this. You, it just feels very clunky to do crude things the last for one. whatever. I can't believe I said that because he's an nepotism baby as well. But they should have just kept him. Well, he he looks old enough. Who is he? David Tennant. I think he did look look old enough. Oh, is he? No, Dave, isn't David Tennant's son? The That's David Tennant's new... son. Is that not new? Uh, that no. is David Tennant. Yeah, <laughs> because I know because you know David Tennant's like considered like a national hero. Nobody's, everyone calls him Tennant. I'm not joking on Twitter. I fucking love the kids. So I didn't want to like him, but I was like, no, he did a really good job. Yeah, but who are you saying is? That's the new kid, right? The new actor for the no, no, the one old with... one, the one who was wanking out the window. Uh, okay, got it. And he, yes, now I see it. He does look like him, I think, a little bit. He does, yeah, yeah, big, yep, yep. Ty Tennant. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Ty. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. Does anybody remember that song? I think, I think we're, we're gonna, gonna make it. Make it. <laughs> Quintessential um teen movie. What teen movie was that in? I can't, I honestly could, can't <laughs> think of one, but it is the exact kind of song that would be in that like angsty teen movie. I'm sure that was the Christian crossover indie band. <laughs> Yeah. What? Wait, who sings it? I can't remember. Let's look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I 
this is not a religious podcast. This isn't even a okay, yeah. A podcast <laughs> Disclaimer of all the things that this podcast is not. <laughs> I just always think that's funny. I think we're gonna <laughs> sorry, I have to sing it to type it. <laughs> Buck Rogers. Please, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Okay, feeder. I thought it was feeder. I'm just gonna say it's feeder. But they Christian crossover. Oh my god, I'm definitely confusing my bands. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say, oh my god, no, let me look this up before I say it. Or maybe I'll just say it and then I'll just fall on my ass if it's wrong. Was funeral for a friend the crossover Christian? I band? did not know that. There were a few sneaking around there. Hold on, guys. This might be. <laughs> We're thinking today we explored the <laughs> indie crossover maps. Today we try and say everybody started as <laughs> a Christian. Everybody met. No. Do you no, know who what? I think was religious? I made it up. What were I they think. called? Who sang Wait. milk? They sang milk. Sex is on fire. Um, Kings of Leon. Yes, they were a Christian. <laughs> well, their father was a preacher. Oh, that's so different. Everyone's father was a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Every musician worth their weight's father was a preacher. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, we do have fun, don't we? Oh, God. Oh, the song is called Buck Rogers. <laughs> Rogers. Yeah, but Buck Rogers is a person. So who is it? Why did they call the song Buck Rogers Cast? So it's a film. It's a fucking. Oh my god, we know nothing about popular culture. <laughs> <laughs> NASA astronaut William Rogers meets with a freak accident, caused causing his boy to be frozen in time. Scientists revive him during a nuclear war in 2491, after which he embarks on several adventures. <laughs> The first episode aired in September 1979. And it was called Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Wow, it sounds ahead of its time. <laughs> Super You can watch it now on Apple TV for $1.89. Probably you can episode. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs> you can shove it up your <laughs> Oh my god, not me really trying to find this band. What, the Christian crossover? They were good. <laughs> they were good. <laughs> okay, God well, we can... Find them off there. Try and find it and post it in the bio, maybe, if you I'm can find it. <laughs> <laughs> we're already, like, really appealing to the right wings to do it. Yeah, it'll be lucky if that gets into an Instagram post or story. <laughs> no, I'll just send it on WhatsApp. To me, not to anybody else. We do not have a WhatsApp blast out newsletter. <laughs> Don't get excited, guys. Imagine if we were that good at growth marketing. <laughs> I don't think us and our two members would enjoy that awkward experience. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I think we've said all we have to say on um, everything for this week. So yeah. on that note, I'm going to call it time of death. <laughs> All right, see. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.